Welcome to Health Professional Radio. I'm your host, Neil Howard. So glad that you could join us for another segment. We'll be speaking with Jamie McCoy in this segment. He's joining us here from GE Healthcare to talk about Theranostics and how Theranostics is changing the treatment of prostate cancer. Welcome to Health Professional Radio, Jamie McCoy. Thank you very much. Great to be here. Well, tell us a bit about yourself, a little bit of your professional background, and talk about your role briefly at GE Healthcare. Yeah, great. So um, I've been with GE Healthcare about 17 years, most of my time in the molecular imaging business. Uh, most recently was our global general manager for our PET CT uh, business. And as of the beginning of last year, I took on a very new and exciting role as the global general manager for our theranostics and radiotherapeutics uh, business, really a focus on how GE Healthcare uh, can help enable uh, a wonderful new treatment space for patients um, as part of kind of our focus on precision care, precision diagnostics, therapeutics, monitoring, and looking at that across the care pathway, as you said in your opening, prostate cancer being one that's really in focus today. Theranostics, I mentioned it, you've mentioned it. What exactly is Theranostics and how is it going to change prostate cancer treatment? Yeah, so Theranostics is really a, it's a growing field of targeted oncology therapies that really is has a has a strong foundation in improving patient outcomes. The word itself is really just a fancy combination of diagnostics and therapy, um, and it's really using one radiopharmaceutical to diagnose a patient to really confirm the presence of a particular disease and then using a second radiopharmaceutical that delivers a very targeted therapy to the cancer cells uh, in hopes of you know destroying or killing those cancer cells. Uh, it's been around for a long time, um, has many uses, but really has, I think, gained much attention in the last year or so because of the opening of more and more patient access, specifically in prostate cancer, with the approval that Novartis got for their commercial radiotherapeutic called Pluvicto. You said that Theranostics was just a fancy way of uh, putting two words together. Has this process, uh, procedure, has it always been referred to as Theranostics, or is there something uh, in the past that we may recognize as the same therapy? Um, no, I think it's, it's always generally been referred to as Theranostics, and it's, again, just really using two different kind of radiopharmaceuticals, one to diagnose, one to treat. Um, but really, it's the, there's, a, there's a huge pipeline of new radiotherapeutics, these combination kind of molecules that are in research and development today uh, that look to really create a ton of new approved therapies over the next couple decades. And so there's real excitement about how this field can really continue to have a positive impact on patient outcomes. Um, and, uh, and I think that's kind of why it has such uh, great excitement and attention maybe in the last year in particular, um, because everyone's been waiting for kind of a new uh, therapy that really has even more uh, access to more patients. Is this uh, simply a newer method of early detection for colon cancer, or is it uh, much more accurate, and are we detecting the cancers even earlier? Yeah, so I, I, so this, the focus of Theranostics today is really around prostate cancer. 
Um, and the indication that was approved by Novartis for Pluvicto is really for metastatic castrate-resistant prostate cancer, which is a third or fourth line treatment. And it's really a treatment at, that's used after you know many other therapies have failed. So the patient would have perhaps already gone through a hormone therapy, uh, tried chemotherapy, uh, maybe even a few other therapies, and this is really um, indicated to kind of help when all these other treatments have failed. And in their clinical trial, um, the, which was called the VISION trial, they showed some great patient outcomes, meaning there was an improvement in the overall survival of the patient, an improvement in the progression-free survival of the patient. Um, and so it's really the patient outcomes that are really kind of driving such interest. But at, at a starting point, it's really at this later stage. Um, I'll anticipate your next question and where else can it help? Um, because there's really a tremendous potential for the field of theranostics in prostate cancer as a starting point to move earlier in the treatment Absolutely. cycle. And so there's a couple of clinical trials that are looking at the use of Pluvicto pre-chemo. So imagine a patient now at that particular point of the treatment site could potentially not have to go through chemotherapy because the, if this therapy were to work. And there's other trials that move this therapy even earlier than that, kind of maybe in parallel or ahead of hormone therapy. Mm -hmm. So there's a rich pipeline of clinical trials that hopefully will continue to move these therapies early and earlier in the patient kind of treatment plan. Historically, treatments have had some pretty severe side effects. Although patient outcomes have been positive, what about during the process as far as treatment? Um, no, I think, like you said, with many treatments, there are some side effects. I think what was shown in the clinical trials, that there, there are side effects. As an example, one of them is dry mouth is a common side effect with the use of Pluvicto um, in the treatment of prostate cancer. Um, and so there are side effects, but I think they were shown in the trials to be manageable. Um, and so I think that that combination of a good, safe and effective kind of therapy is, is again, what kind of has some of the excitement in this space. And there are techniques in theranostics that are currently, uh, you know, being uh, evaluated, research and development around specifically around the use of personalized dosimetry. And what that means is really how could you potentially personalize each dose to the patient such that you minimize those side effects and maximize, you know, the benefit or the efficacy of the actual treatment. So there's some new techniques that will hopefully work the way in the mainstream clinical practice and theranostics in the coming years that will also help further personalize this treatment and, again, to your point, kind of minimize those side effects even further. What do you think are the most important ways that precision health can improve disease diagnosis, treatment, and uh, ultimately the outcomes as well? Yeah, I think the most important factor is the, that this field continues to focus on the patient um, and really thinking about kind of how can even more therapies for specific diseases be developed to really minimize those side effects that you described, uh, tools that can help assist in determining which treatment would be best, tools that could predict what the right dose is before even starting a treatment and how it should be adjusted during that treatment, imaging tools that minimize the time uh, on the scanner for the patient, deliver outstanding images, all at very low doses for the patient, 
uh, and tools that perhaps can, you know, help identify uh, outliers for the physicians that make it kind of easier, faster to kind of direct the right care or follow-up care for each individual patient. So I think really a focus on the patient is really what's going to help advance, you know, precision health and in, in theranostics, and it really spans kind of each aspect of, of the treatment journey for the patient. Well, Jamie, give us a website where our listeners can learn much more. Yeah, sure. So www.gehealthcare.com slash specialties splash theranostics. Thank you so much for lending us some of your time this morning. It's been a pleasure speaking with you, and I'm hoping that you will turn and provide us with some updates. Yeah, that'd be fantastic. We're working with many sites today, um, and I uh, would love to come back and kind of share some of the before and afters with you. You've been listening to Health Professional Radio. I'm your host, Neil Howard, in conversation with Jamie McCoy. Audio copies of this program are available at HPR. FM and healthprofessionalradio.com.au. You can also subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, listen in, download at Anchor, Spotify, and be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com, Health Professional Radio.